Today is Monday, April the 5th. I am your host, KC Phoenix, and this is my daily thought. Where to start, where to start? Okay, first of all, <laughs> first of all, let me go ahead and get some of the stuff out the way. Uh, KIRWKC.com, main podcasting platform. This podcast is carried on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Overcast, Bullhorn, and several other podcasting platforms. So, and thank you to everyone who's been listening to the podcast. I sincerely appreciate that. KIRWKC on all the social media platforms. If you want to follow, feel free to follow. And I I guess I need to be a little bit more active with my social media because all I usually do with social media is just upload and like on Twitter, all I do is retweet stuff. And all the other ones, I just upload. That's it. I don't really do anything else because I'm not a huge social media person, believe it or not, because I know people are like, but you have a show. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, it's, it's not really my thing, to be honest. I, I do this because I, I enjoy it. It's fun to me. And, and that's really it. You know, I, I just like talking about stuff. So yeah, here we are. Now, um, I did, I uploaded an episode yesterday for Easter, which dovetails into what I'm talking about today for my daily thought. But I uploaded an episode yesterday for Easter. It was a general energy reading for the collective. So it wasn't a specific sign or anything like that. It was just anyone who needs to hear it, which that's what those are called anytime I do those. And that was interesting. I'm getting comfortable in my chair for those who are watching. Uh, so the crazy thing that happened was for the first time in, I probably say a year, maybe I actually cooked in my kitchen. Like I usually when I make something, it's very, very the same thing over and over and over again. If you've been following my podcast, you know this ever since I had mono, I, I've usually stuck to the same thing. Like I wake up in the morning, pack a tuna, a mug of Chobani nonfat Greek yogurt with pumpkin seed, cashews, walnuts, blueberries, maybe sometimes raspberries. At lunchtime, it's usually a turkey sandwich or a turkey wrap. And then at dinner time, it's usually a kale salad with shredded chicken is what it is with like celery, rainbow baby carrots, things of that nature in there, along with Brazilian nuts and, of course, more pumpkin seed, more cashews and in Brickhouse, which if you have never tried Brickhouse dressing, check it out. I do the uh, it's the herb. I was about to say garlic herb, but no, 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 no. It's the regular herb. It's the sweet herb. That's what it's called. Sweet herb. It used to be called Honey Dijon, but then they changed it to Sweet Herb. Why they did that, I have no idea, but I digress. So Brickhouse dressing, it is so good. I actually sent some to my parents, and now my my dad is addicted to it. So yeah, but that's usually what I have almost every single day. Like Percentage-wise, I probably say 85 to 90% of the time. That's all I eat. I rarely deviate from that. If I do, I might go to like El Pollo Loco and get two chicken breasts and do that. Or 
you know, eat some salmon for dinner. Um, oh, and well, I I order from this place. It's called Tender Greens. I'll order this. It's like this chicken. It's a, it's a bowl with brown rice and shredded chicken. It's like a chipotle type chicken. And it has this salad with cabbage and things of that nature and whatnot. So I have those things. But as for cooking, I, I, I haven't cooked in a while. And I, I mentioned that before because one reason after you cook so much, it's just like, whatever. And then the other reason was I've just been so funny about what I eat due to the whole episode, which, you know, after mono, I lost like 20 or 30 pounds and stuff. So I just, I've been all over the place and still dealing with that along with the sinuses and everything else. But as I was telling one of my friends earlier today in a text message, I just power forward regardless of how I'm feeling. It's just, it is what it is. Life has to go on. It's not going to stop just for me. And it's not going to stop for anybody else. So I went in the kitchen yesterday and I was a little nervous because one of the dishes that I decided to make was macaroni and cheese, which I mentioned in my Life is a Potluck episode. And I only gave one of the ingredients to a good macaroni and cheese, which, by the way, my macaroni and cheese is literally legendary. And I'm not saying that the brag, I'm, I'm just telling you what it is. And with my macaroni and cheese, I know that I can't make it the way I used to make it. So I had to cut corners making my macaroni and cheese yesterday in the kitchen. And it came out fine. It tasted good. You know, it tasted, you know, restaurant quality and even better than some restaurants, to be honest. And that's the other thing. Let me throw something out here, too, just so people know, because for those who don't live in California, you may haven't heard of this. One of the funniest things that happened to me when I first moved to or when I moved back to Los Angeles is when I brought up macaroni and cheese, so many people ask me, is it baked? And I'm like, wait, what? And they're like, is it baked? I'm like, what other way is there to make macaroni and cheese? Because <laughs> I'm originally from the South. We don't do the stove top, stirring it up on top of the stove or microwaving and everything. No, we don't do that <laughs> in the South. And it amazed, I promise you, at least, I want to say, when I was doing, I mentioned that potluck that I, I made the macaroni and cheese for, and I, I told people I was going to make macaroni and cheese. And almost every single person, every one of my coworkers asked that same question. Is it baked? And I'm just like, what type of cooking do these people have in Los Angeles? <laughs> so, yeah, it's baked. Baked is the only way to make macaroni and cheese. If you, I'm not saying I won't eat macaroni and cheese if it's not baked, because obviously if you go to a, a restaurant, like a fast food restaurant, usually theirs is, they just mix some stuff together, stir it up, and then that's it. But if you go to a 
uh, an official sit down restaurant, not a fast food restaurant where where people should be in the kitchen cooking. Or if you have chefs or anything else, if a chef brings out a macaroni and cheese to me that has not been baked, I'm going to give the chef the side eye. I'm going to look at him like he have crazy or her. Like, where did you get your credentials from? How how do you make macaroni and cheese on top of the stove? I I know it can be done, but just because it can be done doesn't mean you need to do it. My own personal thoughts when it comes to that, but I digress. So when it came to Easter and me being back in the kitchen, I was a little bit nervous like I said, because I hadn't cooked. But then again, you know, I'm like, hey, it's going to be just like riding a bike. You know, don't don't let it overwhelm you. Just do what you do. And I knew that I had to cut corners on things because I don't like a lot of salt and stuff. It amazes me. And I mentioned this before in one of my other episodes, how much salt and sugar companies put in things. Like when you it's different when you're you're not paying attention to those things where it's just part of your life where you just eat to eat. But when you make a conscious effort to see what is in your food, how much salt is in your food, how much sugar is in your food. And it's like, really that much? And it just it blows my mind sometimes. So I was being conscious while cooking, which forced me to cut corners. So today I'm going to tell you the original macaroni and cheese recipe. So buckle up, buttercup. I'm about to tell you the original macaroni and cheese recipe. And yes, I'm giving this away to people. Because it isn't just the Italian sausage. The Italian sausage gives it flavor, but there's other things that have to be done. So the original. Oh, and I have to add a caveat. If you have high cholesterol, high blood pressure, you on a diet or anything like that. This is not this original macaroni and cheese recipe of mine is not a dish. I actually gave it to one of my coworkers because she um, had found out that I make macaroni and cheese. And she was like, hey, is it okay if I have your recipe? Um, it isn't like a family secret or anything like that. I said, girl, no, I'll, I'll go ahead and give it to you. It's cool. And I, I typed it up. I had to type it up. And that's the other thing too. And I promise I'm not going to get too sidetracked. I don't have an exact recipe. That's the thing. When every cook cooks differently, And I'm one of those cooks. I don't always follow the recipe. It depends on just like with with tarot cards, when I follow the energy, that's how I do when I cook, too. Like if in the past, when I've been in the kitchen cooking, it's just like one day I might use a teaspoon of sugar. Another day I might use a tablespoon of sugar for the exact same thing I'm making. It depends on where the energy is at. I guess you could say it is the essence of soul food cooking, if you want to call it that. And I don't have an exact, okay, you need two cups of macaroni noodles and you boil the, no, no. 
Just like yesterday, when I was pouring the noodles in there, I was pouring them. I looked in the pot. I was like, nope, that's not it. Let me pour a little bit more. I was like, hmm, okay, just a little bit more. Yeah, that's right. There is no exact to it. It's when you're cooking, you have to feel what you have to have a, a connection to what you're cooking. You can't if you're just cooking just to cook more than likely you're not going to have a connection to the food, which your energy can translate into the food. I actually um, one of my friends, he's he's passed away. He passed away back a long time ago, but he was funny about eating people's cooking when they were angry. If he noticed they were not in a good mood and they were preparing to cook, he would be funny about eating their cooking. Because. He felt that energy would pour into the food. So you you have to you have to be connected to what you're cooking. So I'm back in the kitchen. I'm making the food. Da 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 da. Here's the original recipe for the macaroni and cheese, and then I'm going to tell you how I made it yesterday. The original recipe for the macaroni and cheese is obviously noodles. You get the noodles. The next thing you do after you boil the noodles, you take those, you put them in a bowl. You get a little bit of butter. You mix the noodles in the butter. You get a little bit of garlic salt. Garlic salt gives it better flavor than regular salt. You determine how much you want to put in there. But again, I'm funny on the salt these days, so whatever. You get the garlic salt. And if if you don't like garlic, then just get regular salt. You put the garlic salt in, mix it up a little bit. Don't don't be heavy handed with it. Give it a little bit of flavor is what you do. After you have mixed that up with the garlic salt and um, the noodles and the butter, then you get you two eggs. Crack the two eggs. Put that in there. Start mixing that up because you want the reason you want egg in there is because you want it to stick together. You want it to be solid. Then after you do that, you get your Italian sausage. You break, you make sure your hands are clean, very, very clean. And you break off pieces of the Italian sausage and put it in the bowl. Start breaking off little pieces of the Italian sausage, just little chunks and putting it in the bowl and then stir it a little bit, break off some more pieces Put it in the bowl with the noodles and everything else. Break off a few more pieces, stir it a little bit, put it in the bowl. Now, this is the thing. You need three cheeses. You can't do it with one. You need three cheeses. The first cheese you need is sharp cheddar cheese. It's the first cheese. The second cheese you need is mozzarella. The third cheese you need is pepper jack. Or Monterey, but really Pepper Jack. Those are the ones you mix in. The one you should have the most of, obviously, is the cheddar. So have more cheddar than mozzarella and then have more mozzarella than Pepper Jack. After you've done that, there's a lot of flavor in there now. The thing that really, really gives it its flavor Do not use milk 
for the macaroni and cheese. I repeat, do not use milk. Use sour cream. So you take a tub of sour cream or two, (laughs) depending on how big the macaroni and cheese is. And then you dump the sour cream in the bowl and you start mixing all of that up is what you do until it's all nice and even. Once you have it all mixed up with everything in there, it's nice and even. Then you can put it in the pan. Then you can toss it in the oven. You can put it on 350, 375, 325, whatever works best for you. Honestly, it depends on what my mood is. When I'm cooking the macaroni and cheese, I might put it on 350. I might put it on 375. It might go on 325. It just depends on what my mood is. And then I'll just check on it from time to time. It's not a thing of, oh, well, let me put it in there in in, in 30 minutes. It'll be ready. No, I'll check on it from time to time until I feel it's ready. It's not like I said, it's not an exact science. So that's what I did yesterday was make the macaroni and cheese. The only thing I didn't use any butter. I didn't use any salt of any kind. I didn't add any garlic salt. I didn't add any regular salt. And I didn't use Italian sausage. So all I had was the cheddar, the mozzarella, pepper jack, the noodles, the sour cream, And that was pretty much it. And it turned out fine. Like I said, it was good. It was anything equal to or better than a sit-down restaurant type quality. The original recipe will always be leaps and bounds better than anything you can get in a restaurant. Because I've eaten in many restaurants. And I still haven't tasted a macaroni and cheese better than mine. So I had learned that technique from several different people with making macaroni and cheese because that's how I learned to cook. And the funny thing is, is that Aretha Franklin learned how to cook that same way, too. I was watching, um, I think it was Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous, and she was talking about her cooking. And she said she learned by just watching different people. And that's sort of what happened with me. One of my aunties, my mother's aunt, so my grandmother's, my nanny's sister, my aunt Dot. My aunt Dot, out of all the sisters, my aunt Dot was the best cook. And her macaroni and cheese was not to be played with. But she didn't use Italian sausage. She used pepperoni is what she used. And and that's how she made her macaroni and cheese. And also her yeast rolls weren't to be played with. When I tell you my Aunt Dot would come with like four to five pans of yeast rolls and they would be gone before people got to the second plate. My Aunt Dot's cooking was not to be played with. Period. So I learned a little bit from her. Also, I learned from my mother. Also, I learned from somebody else that I used to work with when I worked um, for a wireless company. Hint, hint. (laughs) Take a guess what wireless company that was for those who know me personally. And 
she had told me about how she made hers. And then also a customer, when we were talking about macaroni and cheese, she mentioned how she did it. And then the sour cream thing, I learned from one of my God sisters. And then that's how it was like, and you know what? This goes into what I was talking about yesterday on the um, tarot card reading on taking what people give you and then creating something of your own. You don't necessarily have to do it the way they do it. Just like with macaroni and cheese, even though my aunt dots macaroni and cheese is amazing. I didn't follow her exact recipe. I took from my aunt dot. I took from some, you know, one of my coworkers. I took from my god sister. I took from a customer that called in one time and then did my own little twist on things. And then that's how I got it. So that's just a little side note. If you haven't listened to the episode yesterday of the reading, which was for the collective, check that out. The spring it was called spring cleaning is what I had titled it. But yeah, so the macaroni turned out fine. I made chicken breast. I didn't do anything to them. And again, I was half cooking yesterday. If I was in full out, if I truly was like in, I guess, chef mode or whatever you want to call it yesterday, I would have done some preparation, marination or something for the chicken. I just threw that chicken in the in the slow cooker or the crock pot, whatever you want to call it. And then we called it a day. I threw it in there. I let it do its thing for about three or four hours. Then I put some of that, um, what's the name of that barbecue sauce? The G. Hughes sugar-free hickory barbecue sauce on it. And I did that. And then that was it. I didn't even, you know, um, puncture the chicken to let the sauce get into and truly marinate, which is what I should have done. But, and that's, for those who don't know, that's what, what you do with chicken to sort of let the sauces in, and especially if it's marinating, to let every, the juices and everything get in there. You puncture it with a fork and you just go up and down it. That way it can get into the meat because if you don't, it's not going to get into the meat. You'll just be tasting it on the outside. And then when you bite into it, it's just going to taste like regular chicken. So cooking tip, there you go. So I did that. And then the green beans, I made that. It was canned green beans. I didn't add any onion to it to give it flavor. I didn't add any type of pork to it to give it flavor. I didn't put any salt on it. I didn't add anything. All I did was I drained the can and then I put water in the can while the beans were still in there. Shook it up some, dumped out the water, filled it again with the water, shook it up some, dumped it out, dumped out the water, then filled it up again, shook it up some, dumped out the water. And then finally, I put the green beans in there and then I got some bottled water and poured that on top of the green beans. And warmed them up. And then the butternut squash, which I was expecting to be chunked. It was pureed. I I took the butternut squash and just put it in a, in a small pot and warmed that up. And then I did two slices of bread because I, I had to have the fiber, which again, I, I mentioned this before with about fiber. 
make sure you have some type of whole wheat fiber, especially if you're eating something with a lot of cholesterol, because I, I learned this from this fitness person. The reason fiber is so good is whole fiber, whole wheat fiber is because it absorbs cholesterol. And I didn't know that. I didn't know fiber can absorb cholesterol. So it helps if you're eating something with high cholesterol, like macaroni and cheese, then that's something that's in your favor too. And also it helps with digestive stuff too. So yeah, but that's what I had yesterday. I didn't um, go all out, but I knew I wanted something different. I knew that I didn't want the same old, same old. That's why I was in the kitchen yesterday. That's why I semi-cooked yesterday because with it being spring and all these other things, I'm like, you know what? I have got to switch this up just a little bit, just for this. I'm going to switch it up just for this. And I went into the kitchen and I did my thing. And the food turned out well. So I'm I'm pleased with that. And I have leftovers. Funny thing is, is that even with the small, you know, the small rectangle casserole dishes, even with that, that was still too much macaroni for me. I threw away a fourth of it because I ate a fourth. And then the other part, I took a fourth and put it in a thing and then took the other part of it and then put it on top of that. And then the other fourth, I just threw away. And I felt so bad because, you know, people, I think about people not having food and I'm like, here I am throwing out food. But I knew it's like, okay, don't go overboard with this macaroni and cheese. This stuff is high in cholesterol (laughs) and everything else. Don't get crazy. And I probably will not make macaroni and cheese again for a while. Maybe Christmas or something like that. (laughs) Who knows? But yeah, um, it felt good to be back in the kitchen again and to do what I did. And I enjoyed what I did. And I'm thankful I was able to do what I did because not everyone can just go in the kitchen and start putting stuff together. Some people can't even boil water. Sad, but true. So yeah, that, that's my back in the kitchen story. I, I thought that everyone might find that interesting, so I decided to tell it today. And now you know what my recipe is for macaroni and cheese, the original recipe. And again, if you are on a low-salt diet, if you are um, supposed to be avoiding cholesterol and all that other stuff, That original recipe is not something that you need to be eating constantly or possibly at all. And no, I'm not a health professional. I'm not medically licensed. I'm just giving my opinion is what I'm doing. So that's all I have for my daily thought today. I hope everyone had an amazing Easter yesterday. And I think that's going to be it. So KIRWKC.com, main podcasting platform. KIRWKC on all the social media platforms. Thank you again for listening to the podcast. Until next time, be blessed.